Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a show like you've never heard before. More powerful than a one-night stand. Slower than a speeding bullet. Able to change a diaper in the men's restroom. Look up in the sky. It's a car. It's a van. It's Married Man. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Vince Taylor Sr., also known as the Married Man, and we believe in marriage. We believe that it is honorable and should be respected and protected. And I'm excited today because we're going to be discussing an area that most of us have to deal with at points in our marriage, and that is how do you have a good argument? As a matter of fact, in the book that we have coming out very soon, you'll see that there's a chapter in there discussing how to fight a good fight. So we're going to talk a little bit today about how do you have a successful argument with your spouse? You know, uh, have you ever had um, an argument in your marriage or in your relationship? I'm in amazement. When I meet couples who share with me that they have never had an argument or disagreement, in reality, I, I kind of nod my head in disbelief. That seems impossible to me. Now, how can two people who've lived in different places many times and have had completely separate lives for years prior to being together so quickly meld together and alleviate all past present and future disagreements. In reality, I don't think that it's possible. Now, perhaps I'm wrong, but that is certainly not my experience. And gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. When your wife comes to you and she tells you, like, let's just say that you're coming in from work in the evening or you get up in the morning and your wife says, we need to talk. I know I had to give that a second to let that sink in. What does that do to you when your wife says we need to talk? Usually. This is not something we want to hear as men because. Many times we'll find that we will be on the wrong end of something that we did not even know was a challenge. What we really like to hear is something like this. See, married life is filled with a cornucopia of situations that are perplexing and nerve wrenching all at the same time. Let me give you an example. I have discussed this with many men who will vouch for this event. I went to sleep last night thinking everything was fine. However, when I woke up the next morning, there was a feeling of tension in the air emanating from my spouse. What on earth? earth could have happened during the time I was asleep. 
dare I ask? <laughs> Will my inquiry hurt or help the situation that I know nothing about? All I know is that things were fine a few hours ago and now something is amiss. If I ask, will I be able to bear the response? If I do not ask, will it be perceived as being insensitive or uncaring? Hmm, those are some things that we as men have to deal with, ladies. We have to deal with where you are and get an understanding of what is going on in your head. So arguments, nobody likes them. They seem to be a reality of life, however. Sometimes an argument can mess up your whole day. It can mess up your week or even destroy a marriage or a friendship for life. Now, the Bible tells us that it is better to have nothing but a dry piece of bread to eat in peace than a whole house full of food where everyone is arguing. It also says, and this is the easy reading version in Proverbs 17, 14, it says the start of an argument is like a small leak in a dam. Stop it before a big fight breaks out. Let me give you some help with your arguments. First off, guys, here's something that we need to learn how to do. And ladies, you guys need to learn how to do this also. Be silent. Proverbs 17 goes on to tell us in the 28th verse that even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. Get that. Let that register. Let that sink in. Silent fools seem wise. They say nothing and appear to be smart. That's just another way of saying the exact same thing. So the first thing is be silent. The second thing is think before you respond. Be careful and understand that your comments may have negative impacts and that your words may last forever and they may be shared with others. So you really need to make sure that you have your thinking cap on and that you're thinking about what you're going to say. I call Proverbs chapter 17 the um, argument chapter or wisdom on argument chapter because it gives so much good advice. Proverbs 17, 27 in the easy reading version goes this way. Intelligent people choose their words carefully. Those who know what they are doing remain calm. And guys, we really have to work hard at this because I'm telling you, we're a living epistle. Uh, we've gone through some things. We've had some challenges in our uh, marriage over 34 years, as you would expect. Everybody does. And I like what my friend says. He, he doesn't call it call it arguing. He calls it having a spirited disagreement. And it's important 
to understand that Satan is constantly at work trying to have more and more spirited disagreements enter into your home. And your job is to lower the level of anxiety, to lower the level of tension, and to learn how to, as we'll say in the book, fight a good fight. And it can be done. So, Think before you respond. All right. So what is at the root of every discussion? Is it a desire to find something? What is desired in a man is kindness. That's what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 19, 22. Let me read that again for you. It says what is desired in a man is is kindness. Interesting, isn't it? Well, anyway, let me give you a 911 argument diffusement plan. Here we go. Number one, stop talking until your spouse stops speaking. That's the first thing. Number two, identify that you are literally having a discussion. Now, this is important because there are times when no response is required. Sometimes your spouse is just seeking a listening ear so that they can unload. She may just want to uh, be able to, you know, let loose to just open up. And you are the one she is opening up with. And that's the safest place for her to be. So number one, stop talking until your spouse stops speaking. Number two, identify that you are having a discussion. Number three, once you verify that it is a discussion, choose a site and sit and talk. So that's right. Sit down and talk. You can calm down in the process of choosing that site and sitting and talking. Number four. Determine specifically what the discussion is about. Sometimes we think we know, but we actually don't. Hence, do not yell. The Bible says that he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that takes a city. Again, out of that great book of Proverbs, chapter 16. Do not agree or disagree, but control what you can, and that is you. Now, number five, listen. Listen for understanding. This is a great one, and I use this over and over again when I'm talking to men. It comes from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13. He that answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame unto him. Hmm. Food for thought. Number six, think before you respond. Here's some things you should think about. What will be the response to my comments? What can I honestly say to make the situation better? Do 
I have enough information to answer. And then consider how your response will affect your spouse. Number seven, once you've done these things, then you respond calmly and honestly. And as the debate continues, go back and begin again at step four each time. So you go back and you repeat this process. So let me go through it again for you real quickly. Number one, stop talking until your spouse stops speaking. Number two, identify that you are actually having a true discussion. Number three, once you verify you're having a discussion, choose a site to sit down and talk. Number four, determine specifically what the discussion is about. Number five, listen for understanding. Number six, think before you respond. Number seven, respond calmly and honestly. And number eight, if you need to repeat, go back to number four and start all over again. Guys, we're going to be talking about this a lot more. And as I said, there'll be additional information coming out in the book as well. Listen to what the Bible is telling us, because it says, give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in understanding because we want all of your spirited discussions to end this way. God bless you. Until we talk again next time, I am the married man. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in today to The Married Man. Remember, you can check on The Married Man at www.marriedmanministry.org. Again, it's www.marriedmanministry.org. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like the married man or the married woman to come talk to your group, give us a call at 407-322-5931. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.